Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. So on today's mini episode, we have a question from our listener, Sarah. She asked us, how do we schedule our weeks? How do we fit it all in? What are some of the things that we're thinking about when we're scheduling our week? And it's so funny that Sarah actually brought this up because Kat and I have recently been talking about the same thing. Like Mm -hmm. we need to do a little overhaul on how we schedule our weeks. So it was a timely question because it's top of mind for both of us as well. So we're going to give you a few of our best tips today, as well as allow you to know that it's a process, right? Your Mm -hmm. weeks this quarter are going to look different than your weeks next quarter. It's going to look different than your weeks next year, and that's okay. But let's dive in with a few tips. Kat, you got any for Sarah? I do. So this is such a great question, like Candice said, and I'm actually in the process of overhauling the way that I'm scheduling out my weeks. And I have tended to notice that I typically do that on a quarterly basis, right? October is the first month of Q4, and I have already fixed and updated my calendar through the end of the year. So here's a couple quick tips that I like to implement. So for one, when I'm looking at my week ahead, I actually take time on Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening to get a sense of everything that I have coming up, important meetings, any trainings that I'm leading, any events that I'm attending, so that mentally I get a sense of what my week looks like before my alarm clock has even gone off Monday morning. And I think this goes back to, you know, whenever we talk about branding or marketing, if you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up somewhere that you weren't intentionally meant or wanted to be. And that is as pragmatic as planning out your schedule. And so another thing that I do is I like to work with my personality type and my chronotype and my energy. So I deliberately, and my team knows this, if you schedule a meeting with me on a Monday, it better be a 911 situation. Otherwise, I like to reserve my Mondays for catching up on messages over the weekend, scheduling out emails for the week, planning the week ahead. I don't know, Candace, what about you? I feel like there's something you and I have in common. Yes, it is. Like everything you said is exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Every quarter sitting back and saying, is the way I'm scheduling my week working for me or not? Yeah. Is it aligned with my goals? Do I live the life that I want to live? Because we know this is not just about our businesses, right? A lot of us have our own businesses so we can have the lifestyle we want. Mm-hmm. And if I'm my own boss, then I want to make sure that, you know, I typically don't work after 3 p.m. on Friday because I don't want to. And so yeah. I stopped my workday there. But I also implemented just this quarter, no working on Mondays with anyone else. So I only reserve Mondays for working with my team members and working on my business from the inside. So that's when I'm looking at my newsletters. That's when I'm looking ahead at what podcasts we have coming up. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about the content that I'm putting out and checking in with my partners, my video editors, things like that is what I'm doing on Monday. It's for me. Mm -hmm. And then I do take client meetings Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday 
but I'm also thinking about when I want to take my client meetings and maybe I don't want to take them first thing in the morning because that's when I'm most creative. Mm -hmm. So that is when I have all the good ideas for my content. That's when I want to write that next blog. And so I'm thinking about that as well. I'm having a little trouble, to be honest, because I work a lot on East Coast time. And mm -hmm. so sometimes that's a challenge because, you know, nine o'clock my time is noon on the East Coast. <laughs> and so that's been a little bit of a challenge for me because I love my mornings to be where I have the most energy and I have the most creativity and I want to create. So those are things that are top of mind for me. I don't think that there's any perfect schedule, but I do think that it's about thinking about the way you work best. Like I know Kat sometimes loves working into the night because like that's when she's on fire and she's, you know, shooting off emails. I'm like, girl, I'm in bed. And she, <laughs> she's having a great old time because no one's bothering her. So yeah. that's also something that you should take into consideration is when is that time for you when you feel mm -hmm. like you can really get in the zone and be unapologetic about blocking that time out. Yes, I think that is the biggest takeaway because one thing that I noticed when I was starting to time block according to how much time I needed for each individual task to achieve the goal that I wanted, right? And I would look back and audit what my week looked like and I would see how often I was negotiating with my goals and I was deleting things off of my calendar that I had promised myself that I would do. And that was one of the first signals to A, strengthen and create some more awareness around my boundaries and B, also look at how I was scheduling my time because there are so many different articles and methods and productivity hacks out there that you can read. And I'm not a fan of trying to copy what works for somebody else and paste it into my life and hope that even though I'm a completely different person, it's going to work for me. I'm about adapting what works for other people and optimizing it for me. So like Candace said, Tuesdays and Thursdays are like my get shit done days. I work as many as 10 to 12 hours on those days, but you know what? I don't even realize that I'm working that long because I'm in flow and I'm going from one project to the next and I'm in, you know, a super creative space and I'll write, you know, and work on a newsletter as late as like 10, 11, or even midnight. But I kind of love it because like Candice was saying, I enjoy being in that creative flow when everyone else is leaving me alone. And don't get me wrong, I will mute a Slack message or not respond to a text if I'm in a meeting or I'm with a client and you know I want to be fully present. But there's something about just writing at night when the rest of the world is at sleep that energizes me. And so now I know to leave space for myself in that like late afternoon, kind of the 3 to 4.30 p.m. where I kind of tend to crash, that's when I step away from the computer. That is when I go take Piper for a walk and I go make an afternoon iced coffee. If I'm visiting with Candace, she'll make me an afternoon iced coffee. I'll make anyone an iced coffee if you come visit me. <laughs> but you know, it's about adapting and I'm the same way on Fridays. Fridays, I don't try to start anything. Don't try to over schedule yourself. Like I think that's one of the biggest takeaways. I have 15 or half an hour blocks kind of in between my big like hour and a half working blocks throughout the day where I can take a breath, go to the bathroom, get a snack, <laughs> walk my dog and be a human, you know, because if the schedule's not 
working to support our lifestyle and it's working us, that's not fun or sexy, is it? It's not at all. And I work with a lot of clients who feel guilty about not being available. Oh, I hear that all the time. Right? They feel like they have to be available 24-7. And the truth of the matter is you don't have to be available 24-7. You just have to be a good communicator. Mm -hmm. So as long as your clients understand the expectation, I tell people, you can message me on the weekend, but I'll get back to you on Monday. Mm -hmm. Unless it's an emergency. And the things that I work on are not really (laughs) emergencies. The color in your logo, I don't think Mm -hmm. it needs to be taken care of on Saturday. We can get to it on Monday. Yeah, that's where perspective is important. Yeah, I think that's such a good point that you brought up. You know, not being available is not the problem. You not communicating that you are not available is the problem. So take that time on Sunday evening and know when you're going to be out of pocket. And if there's a higher maintenance client, a buyer, a seller, you know, a design client that you're working with that you know needs to know, tell them ahead of time and then takes all the pressure off. It's telling them ahead of time. It's literally telling them at your first meeting, hey, mm-hmm. I work Monday through Friday. These are my hours. If you message me on the weekend, I'll get back to you on Monday. If it is an absolute emergency, you know I'm always going to take care of it. Yeah. That kind of thing, right? Where people respect your boundaries when you communicate them upfront in the beginning and not after you fail to respond to them on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Such a good point. So those are our tips, how to schedule out our weeks. Like Candace said, it is a work in process. It begins with knowing your energy. It begins with not apologizing, but also communicating your boundaries and just knowing that it's a work in progress. It'll never be done. I have one last tip. Yes, Kat. share. Go ahead. Because I realize that I can get in the zone and work, work, work and forget like about real life or like about the life that I want. Uh-huh. And so I now schedule in a once a month happy hour with my girlfriends because oh. if it's not in the calendar, it doesn't happen. It won't happen because I'll just get too busy or I'll get too tired or whatever life. Other things come in the way, but I know how important my girlfriends are to me. And now we schedule once a month happy hour and we make it happen and I feel good about it. So also make sure you're scheduling in fun in your calendar if that's something that you struggle with like me. I love that you brought that up because just before we hopped on, you were like, what are you doing later tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm going to meet some girlfriends for some drinks downtown. And you're like, really? I'm like, yeah, I didn't want to say no to it. I want to have that time with my girlfriends. Love it. Well, thanks for the question, Sarah. And we hope that this helped and we'll see you in another episode of Not Nice Clever. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question, we'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off, you're not so nice, but oh so clever, besties that mean business. See you next week.